four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. My name is Brock, and I'm joined by my friends as always. Uh, First is... He's watching you. Always watching. That's right, it is Eric. What's up? <laughs> and my god, we've got a 2319. That's right, it is Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And put that thing back where it came from, or so help me, it is Eric <laughs> Tanner Costin. Hey there. Wow, really uh, killed that intro, Brock. Got always yeah. in there about seven times and called me Eric. <laughs> no, I called you uh, Tanner. <laughs> He's right. There is a slight difference. I just wanted there to be two Eric's. Can you blame me? When you, f- <laughs> when you first started doing your Roz, for a brief second, I thought you were doing Peter Laurie, and I was like, what the hell? Yeah, okay, <laughs> but then, well. But then your Roz came out nice after that. Yeah, no, when I started that sentence, I didn't have it, and then I was like, ah, crap, crap, yeah. crap, trying to get back into it, because I was into it earlier, and I, I, uh, yeah. I lost it no, for it a second. No, it was good. It was good by the time you finished it. Thank you. Uh, and speaking of Roz and all those wonderful, memorable lines. We must be talking about Frasier. We're going to be talking about Frasier. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Roz being the Perry Gilpin character, of course. Roz Doyle. Yeah, hot take. I think Frasier is better than Cheers. Oh, absolutely. I'm One with million you. Yeah. percent. Cheers did not age I don't know. well. I actually don't know if it's that hot of a take. Yeah. Yeah. I but think like, I think a lot of people my, agree with that. <laughs> yeah. What are we really talking about, Brock? We're talking about Monsters, Inc. or Monsters Ooh. University or the upcoming Disney Plus show, Monsters at Work. Uh, anything within that universe, that franchise, we're going to be basing attractions on today. That's right. Monsters at Work will be being released on Disney Plus, send us money, uh, next weekend. As of releasing this episode, it will be next weekend it's coming out, I believe. So I I, I am excited to hear your guys's full-throated, enthusiastic pitches about this uh, franchise. I was late to the party on Monsters, Inc. I did not see it when it came out. I saw it when I was in my mid-20s for the first time. And so... I don't connect to the... And I've never seen Monsters University. So I don't necessarily connect to these characters in the story in the same way. So I am I am excited to hear, like, what makes... What, like, really gets your guys' cranks going about it. So... All right, cool. Um, I'm stoked. Yeah. My opinion, just to throw it out there, absolutely love Monsters, Inc. One of my favorite films of all time. Monsters University was okay. You know, it was a prequel that I don't think needed to happen. No, I mean, but honestly, any of the Pixar sequels, with the exception of a couple of the Toy Story ones, didn't need to happen. I I expected personally Monsters University to be a lot worse than it ended up being. I did, too. I I, I had a fun time with it. I thought it was okay, and and then it created some plot holes in Monsters, Inc., the movie, which I love, and that kind of bothered me. So I mean, you can always just go but, ahead and compare it to Cars 2 and think it's the best movie ever. 
Yeah. See, there you True. go. True. Or good dinosaur. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. I, w- I had to think about that because I thought you were being serious and saying that Cars 2 was the best movie ever. And that's why I kind of no, hesitated. I'm saying, I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh. If you take whatever movie you're thinking about, right, in this case, Monsters University, and compare okay, it to Cars 2. gotcha. I understand. Now, the thank movie you. you're talking about <laughs> takes several leaps forward. Okay. And like, gotcha. especially like... My train of thought there is we're talking about Pixar sequels, right? So, like, every every Pixar sequel should compare itself to Cars 2 yes. and earn itself a gold star. That being said, That's Toy Story 2, amazing. Love Toy Story 2. And 3 and 4. Was like, and 3. Four. I'll say and 3. <laughs> I did not. So, Toy Story 4 is not the best of the bunch. It is by far the worst of the Toy Story movies. Yes. But it is still very good. Okay. Um <laughs> On its own merits, it's like if you were if the other three didn't exist and you just had Toy Story four, I think we'd be like, yeah, that's a really good movie. But like, especially it did super just didn't need to exist because of how well Toy Story three ended. I think that just colors a lot of it. All right, so anyway, (laughs) let's jump into these Monsters Inc. pitches. Who is starting us off today? All right, first up today, Mister Mouthy. We have Tanner Costin. All right. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, I think Eric might like my pitch because it doesn't involve the main characters from the movie he doesn't care about. Uh, and instead takes some other side characters and expands on the universe in maybe ways that he won't care about still. <laughs> so my pitch is for a new attraction uh, called the Banished Monster Support Group. Uh, uh, in the film uh we learn that some monsters are banished to our human world uh such as the yeti uh the loch ness monster and bigfoot uh so this is an animatronic show featuring the featuring yeti the adorable snowman from the film uh leading a support group for banished monsters uh such as bigfoot his cousin and uh nessie the Loch Ness Monster, as well as some newly banished monsters uh, working through as they cope uh, with adapting to life in the real world uh, by exploring their new passions. Uh, I'm picturing this as a ride uh, that uh, where we enter through a place uh, through like the Alps into a magic transporting door to a conference center in hawaii where we will go through the exercises of these things as the monsters try to embrace their new world uh at a convention uh that is my pitch (laughs) nice honestly tanner you're right i love that (laughs) (laughs) well i think i I said that i don't care about monsters i'm sorry i just got wrapped up in other stuff (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha well I just think that my favorite part about Monsters, Inc. is uh, taking monsters and putting them in some of the most dull human aspects. So, like, a convention center for banished monsters seems like the perfect place to have some fun. Uh, Yeah. The same way we would be exploring their college times or work schedules. Right. At a corporation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next up, we have Barack Rudolph Gabbert. BRG. Those are indeed my initials. Um, the so, notorious BRG. What's that? I said you're the notorious BRG. 
that's me. I wish I would. I, I don't know a reference to support that. Um, but yes, I know who that is. Um, so <laughs> come on, my, come on. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Uh, my uh, my pitch is actually going to be based on Monsters University. Um, I'm taking the so the the plot of the film revolves around two uh, a fraternity uh, and their rival fraternity trying to compete in the scare games. Uh, so I'm taking the concept of the scare games, and I would like to turn that into a gamified dark ride, as I am wont to do. <laughs> Drink. Uh, <laughs> So the characters, uh, the uh, sorry, the uh, the writers rather uh, take the place of characters from the uh, the OK fraternity, uh, and will be competing against Roar R O R fraternity. I don't remember what those things stand for. Um, throughout events where we try to prove ourselves the better scarer. Uh, guests are going to be equipped with scream launchers, which, you know, a lot like the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters concept. Uh, and we will be going through different events of the scare games to try to prove ourselves to be the superior scarers. All right. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, <clears throat> I, I am up next. Um, so, real quick here. Who is uh, familiar with the movie being John Malkovich. <laughs> I love that movie. It's so weird, but I love it. And I cannot really wait good, to see right? where this is going. <laughs> it's very 90s. Yeah. <laughs> in its conception. So, my pitch is being Billy Crystal. Specifically Billy Crystal. Yes. So, we, we, take, we each take up residence in our Billy Crystal pod, and we go through... The day of a life in Billy Crystal's life where he is voicing Mike Wazowski. So we go to the studio. We lay down some voice tracks. We go to lunch. We hang out with John Goodman. We go back to the studio. We lay down some voice tracks. And, uh, yeah, we get to experience a day in the life of one of America's great treasures, William Crystal. (laughs) William Crystal. I think it's William Crystal. <laughs> I think yes. I'm so sorry. All right. That is <laughs> nicely done, Eric. Thank you. I had nothing half an hour ago, so there we go. Um, Jake, you're up next. Okay, so for my idea, um, I thought back to Monsters, Inc., and a scene that, to me, always screamed, this should be a ride, is, of course, the great door room, uh, where you see all of the doors that represent all of the different closets from around the world. It's like a huge, massive warehouse, bigger than any warehouse we've ever seen here on Earth, or in our human Earth, I should say, and the doors travel around on these rail systems, and they go into all kinds of crazy hills and stuff, and I thought, that could be a great ride. Um, So my thought was, Uh, We are humans. We are the first human ambassadors to visit the monster world. And we're getting a tour of Monsters Incorporated. This, of course, is after the events of the film. where Sully is now the CEO, and it was relying on laughter instead of screams. And everything's all happy, and they know humans aren't toxic, so they're excited to have us there. Um, but it turns out that Randall has escaped from the CDA, and he is trying to sabotage the factory to get back at Mike and Sully. And... Um, Disaster and hilarity ensues as he kidnaps, I'm thinking Mike, and takes him into the door room, intent on 
destroying some doors and throwing Mike through a door to banish him, and we follow into the door room to try to retrieve him. That's the basic summary of my roller coaster. Yes. Cool. Nice. Cool. Nicely done, everybody. That isn't me. <laughs> um, Honestly, man. <laughs> Of all the rides pitched, that is the one I would go on the most. So th- this was not the intent of that attraction. Well, Your attraction kind of reminded me of the Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey that they used to have. <laughs> you know, where you're kind of seeing everything from his point of view and hearing everything that's going on. That was the first thing I thought when you were describing it. I was like, that's not that far off. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a technology that I assume one day will be implemented, but for probably not living as Billy Crystal. Right, right. Voicing Mike Wazowski. <laughs> um, cool. With that in mind, I'll vote first. Uh, oh, no discussion. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay. oh, sorry. Okay. I jumped the gun. <laughs> Ask your questions. All right. Well, I have a question ready. Um, Brock, yeah. will Archie the Scare Pig feature into your ride in any way? I I would love that. Uh, he's, uh, for Tanner and those at home who have forgotten, <laughs> um, Archie the Scare Pig is a school mascot. Uh, he's, he's very cute, and at one point I believe they have to try to kidnap him. Isn't he a rival school's, or is he yes, their mascot? He- no, he is. I believe he's the mascot of a rival school, and then yeah, they, so go they uh, kidnap him as kind of like a um, not hazing, but like a, a um, just like they, a they have to go kidnap him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Archie the Scare Pig is very cute, and I think would be a really fun addition. Yeah. Um, okay. That. Uh, so I have a couple ideas for like the different events that would be involved in the scare games uh none of them are set in stone i would that would be a very fun inclusion to include archie the scare pig either as sort of a MacGuffin, uh a goal or just um as an animatronic tertiary to the events i just looked it up he's the mascot of fear tech monster uh, university's main rivals cool 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 tanner um question for you yes talk to me a little bit about your space. Well, like I said, I am picturing this going in Disneyland near the Matterhorn, adding a new icy cave building. We're going to go through the Yetis uh, area, and then we're going to walk. Guess we'll walk through a magic door, and I'm picturing a kind of open air cabana with screen like screened background uh, with breeze coming in uh, with different animatronics able to come up through lighting changes with the floor uh specifically i want it there so we have believable functionality for a giant nessie uh animatronic to come in at different times and it'll kind of be a show of a bunch of different animatronics happening going through things comedic bits happening and then scene changes throughout that nice cool so like Fully in the round, three-fourths, proscenium kind of thing? Uh, just proscenium is uh, what I'm picturing right now. Uh, almost like it's a presentation. For our non-theater people, sure. can you elaborate uh, on proscenium? Yeah, so that would be what we think of as like a standard theater with the space directly and completely in front of you. Like a movie theater? Um, like a movie theater, yeah. Um, 
Tanner, follow up on on your show because I, I was actually wondering if you could. I'm trying to draw comparisons that just helps me picture it, you know. So animatronic show makes me think um, like Country Bear Jamboree. Are you thinking it's going to function kind of like that? Or are you thinking there might be more like the current Monsters, Inc. show in Disney World where there's going to be interaction with the audience in some capacity? What are your thoughts? I think it's mainly going to be a... I don't see like an audience interactive. This is a presentation uh, with animatronics uh, around. I I do want like some animatronics in seats uh, like during the presentation. So there are things going around besides what's in front of you, but like it's going to be a scripted show, not so much a audience interaction, interactive joke telling okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. My question for Tanner is obviously the abominable snowman from the film. Um, are the other members of this, uh, going to also be like known cryptids or original characters? I think we're going to have fun with Disney takes on uh, known cryptids uh, as the, and then uh, the other ones will be uh, various, like I, the animatronics I want kind of in the, in the audience, I want to be kind of like new unrecognizable animatronics, but the ones giving the presentations are these cryptids that have been banished for years. And all of them have like different comedic, uh, passions that they found in their lives now so like the yeti selling uh snow cones uh, is his new business that he found and it's given him a purpose outside of scaring uh in the new world oh, and like uh like i said i want like the uh bigfoot to be his cousin who is doing some sort of rv sale rv tours uh in the woods is like his whole thing that's fun nice yeah, and then I didn't jot out like a bunch of the punchlines for any of them. I thought that'd be something fun for us to come up with or what cryptids we want to talk about. Nice. Cool. Um, so, Eric, I actually have a question for you. Yeah. So are you thinking we're going to be in Billy Crystal's mind in the year 2000 when he was recording the original dialogue for Monsters, Inc., or are you thinking it's going to be modern-day Billy Crystal working more on the show that's coming out. Oh, I think it's both. I think we're oh. taking, I think we take some time jumps to, to all three projects. Ah, okay. Mm. Great. Wow. Great. And is Billy <laughs> yeah. aware of us or no? Um, no. Okay. I don't think so. At least not at the front end of it. Maybe at the, maybe we make like a, he makes like a winking nod to it at the end being where he's just like, Good night, everybody in my head. I don't know. Okay, I haven't, haven't gotten that far yet. Okay, great. I did not. I didn't make it to the end. Is okay. there a sort of character arc for Billy Crystal where we see things like change and develop in his life as we move forward through the years, or is it I just mean, is the character arc just he's just going to work every day? I wiki so the I did Wikipedia uh, Billy Crystal, uh, and he seems to. He seems to just be chilling, right? Like it's not like he had like a massive divorce. Did he or have like children or, or grandchildren in that time? Maybe already alive and all of them. I guess you could just watch him grow up. But oh, that's cute. You know, yeah, we just watch yeah. his grandkids grow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like in two thousand, like you see him wearing a wedding ring, and then like in the next bit, it's gone, and he's just got like liquor bottles spread <laughs> everywhere and everything like that. Uh, 
Though that would like would you really That's not what it is. <laughs> That's not yeah. But it could be. Because that thing. would be silly. Vote for my right, idea right. and find out exactly how we twist Billy Crystal's life. <laughs> okay, All I, right, I have wait. a question for Jake. I may yeah. have missed it. Uh, I'm not sure if you covered it. Is What are you kind of picturing your ride vehicle to be? So mm. I was thinking it would be kind of like a hanging roller coaster type thing to mimic the... Um, the rails, the doors are supported from, they hang like a mm-hmm. hanging ride vehicle. And I guess I didn't really go into enough detail, but I was thinking of part of Randall kidnapping Mike and trying to banish him. It, we would not only be in the door room, but I think it'd be fun to go through doors. So there, we would go through different settings uh, in that way as we chase Randall with Mike through uh, all the doors like they do in the movie. Um, and I think that would be kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, I think hanging roller coaster type vehicle. I don't mean to take the stakes out of your ride, Jake, but is Randall going to do something else to Mike when he banishes him this time? Is he going to like kill him? (laughs) Because like they know how to get back. Oh, we're going to see that in the Billy Crystal ride too. (laughs) Because they know how to get back now. Billy's reaction to Mike dying. I think it's not that they knew how to get back. They just got lucky. Right. I I think if if we to flesh out the story more, I kind of was thinking that we're on this tour and we're noticing things are kind of going wrong and Randall has been secretly sabotaging. And one of the things he's doing is he's destroying doors in the door shredder and Mike catches him and Randall kind of grabs him and takes off. And then we discover that he just did this. He wasn't planning to kidnap Mike. He just did this out of necessity and he's going to throw Mike through any door he can just to get rid of him and shred our doors. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that was kind of my plan. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Any other questions? Yes, Brock. Um, could c- can you elaborate a little on what games we might see? Cause are sure. they all shooter based? I mean, they kind of have to be, right? Uh, yeah. But what the. <laughs> The whole game, the whole ride is going to be shooter based, uh, but the events, the different ride rooms are going to at least give the illusion that they're about something else. Uh, the way the okay. vehicle moves, it's going to be a trackless system. Uh, so I was taking some inspiration from the challenges in the film. Uh, so I was thinking we could do one where it was a sneaking sort of event, uh, like when they're trying to sneak around the librarian without getting caught. And it's all going to be we're trying to scare things while the ride vehicle is doing interesting different movement. Uh, and the narration is going to be essentially telling us this is the this is the sneaking event. This is um, so we're still going to be using those guns. We're still going to be doing the scaring. Um, but in this situation, we're trying to be sneaky and you lose points if the librarian sees you. Uh, we're going to avoid top. Toxic items is another one. Um, so we're going to have to, the ride vehicle will be moving a lot more sporadically. By toxic uh, items, you mean like human clothing, like little socks yeah, or something? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you have to like blast it out of the way. Okay. Um, and then the, there's an event in the film where you have to make sure you're scaring the kids and not the teenagers in a maze. Uh, so we'd be going through a maze and, uh, you know, making sure to scare the right targets. Otherwise, you lose a point or two. Uh, okay, and then at gotcha. the end, you know, it'll tell you, you are a super scarer or you are a monster in charge or, you know, all those little. Or you suck. <laughs> not that one, actually. Oh. It's going to not be that out. one. Uh, but at the end, we're always going to beat uh, the other fraternity, ROR. 
Okay. And then I had one more question for you, Brock, that I wrote down. Um, does this take place in the timeline of Monsters University? Are we attending school with Mike and Sully, or is this after the events of that film? And we just kind of see reference to the fact that they were once students there. I think it's after because spoiler alert to the film, they get expelled. Um, I can say, right. Um, so I think it'd be after, uh, not in that, not in that same group of characters, but I would like to see some of the other members of that fraternity be animatronics, be the ones explaining the ride to us. Um, cause there was a lot of fun characters in that. Okay, great. Well, now I can never watch the movie. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He had it loaded up on his Disney Plus. I can see it in the background. (laughs) Me and Billy were about to sit down, munch on some popcorn, watch Monsters University. Think about his hypothetical divorce. (laughs) Yeah. Chit chat about how he's doing after all of this bullshit we put him through. Um, All right. Any other questions? That's it for me. Cool. Uh,. I guess I'll vote first. I still, I don't know. Um, sorry about that earlier. Fine. Uh, uh, they're all great. I think they're all very, very cool. Um, there's things I really like about all of them, but my vote is going to go to the animatronic show uh, for Tanner. Um, I like talking about shows. I think this is a really cool into it. I think, like, as the theming of an animatronic show goes, this is a really good fit for what's something that they might bring in a chance to attach a known IP into some cool new ideas, particularly I really like where it's located just like, you know, fantasy land adjacent and stuff like that to bring in all these cool things is a a really, uh, well thought out and a cool, cool plan. Yeah. So that's my vote. Nice. Uh, Tanner, you are, I think really great ideas. All around. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Thanks, all Dan. around part of the room here. <laughs> uh, Thanks, buddy. I think I am going to vote for the uh, uh, door coaster. I think is uh, the one that I think going in and out of the different uh, using the doors as a way to travel on a roller coaster seems like a fun uh, storytelling mechanic that I think we mm-hmm. could dive into. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Jake, it's your vote. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh man, again, harping harping on it, but all great all great ideas. I would I think any of these would be better than what the Monsters Inc. representation currently is. There's the dark ride in Disneyland and then there's the comedy show that is in Tomorrowland and Disney World, which makes no fucking sense. And there's the flashlight game at uh Tokyo. That I oh, heard is right. cooler. Okay, I forgot than, about uh, that. So that one is is pretty good. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. Oh, so they do have a gamified experience. I was going to say I think we need a gamified experience because we already have a show. But there is one. I will say uh, that I'll, one's I'll still- not so much gamified. It's you shine a flashlight in a thing and an animatronic moves. There's no points or anything. Um. But it's supposed to be very cool. <laughs> it's interactive. I just wouldn't say it's. Game. Okay, well, I'm going to vote for the gamified. For <laughs> I'm going to vote for the gamified thing. Thank you. Um, they don't have a I... show in Disneyland. <laughs> if we're doing caveats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I had to narrow it down somehow because if I had my way, I would do all of them, especially Eric's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so repeat the gamified. <laughs> yeah. 
It doesn't matter as long as they're doing it better. That's right. all I'm saying. Uh, Brock, are you going to create a four-way tie by voting for the Billy Crystal experience? <laughs> That's the only reason I'm not is so I can't create a four-way tie. I'm sorry, man. My hands are tied here. Ah, oh, man, I want to so bad. So bad. Um, but I think this... This dude, this jerk here, is cheating because he's known that ever since I saw Monsters, Inc., the first time, I wanted to door roller coaster. Uh, so I'm going to have to vote for Jake. Uh, How is cheating? I'm, because you knew it. You knew what I was going to vote for. I didn't know. Okay, well, still. Uh, but that that is what I'm going to have to vote for because... Again, I've always wanted to see that as a roller coaster, and I think Jake has some good ideas as to how to do that. Cool. Okay. Congratulations, well, congratulations Jake. Congratulations, Jake. Cool. Weird, oh, uh, weird uh, <laughs> move oh, yeah. of okay, the cool. uh, cheating accusation from Brock uh, into yeah. congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <What> <laughs> <the> <laughs> weird segue. <laughs> yeah, so thanks. Really Anytime. felt good. <laughs> um, that being said... Perhaps, Tanner, I did really like your idea. Perhaps there is a way to work in the banished monsters into this nope. roller coaster? Trademarked. Okay. okay. <laughs> you lost your opportunity, Jake. <laughs> I, I guess. Sorry. Jeez. Okay, so where do you guys want to start today? Uh, I think let's start where uh, we do when we do rides, which is uh, location and then queue, probably. Okay. So um, I hadn't nailed down the location. I think an obvious one is Fantasyland. Um, I don't know. That's a hell of a lot better than tomorrow. Excuse me. Yeah. Hell of a lot better than Tomorrowland. But I don't know if Fantasyland is the greatest. I think maybe Fantasyland like really Future World Pixar Pier because it's about Pixar, Pixar Pier. Pixar Pier. Oh yeah. yeah, Pixar Pier. I keep forgetting about yeah. that. Yeah, that would work. So yeah. my thought was that it would look like the Monsters Incorporated building. So you would yeah. enter into the big lobby. Maybe we see Celia uh, at uh, Shmoopshipoo, as Mike calls her, at the uh, reception desk answering the phones. Um, I think that would be a fun animatronic to walk by. <laughs> um, maybe she interacts with us in some way. Yeah, all the snake heads. Moving individually, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> or it might be funny. Um, they didn't really do this in the movie, but like if they each had their own little like headsets on, like they were answering phones, too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it would be fun, cool to walk through that great big lobby with the cool mosaic floor and the big skylights overhead. Um, and I think the queue line would kind of wind its way down the hall, maybe through the monster's locker room. We could have some fun moments in there uh, where maybe you can see what's inside some of their lockers. Maybe you can actually open them as you go by. And then eventually out onto the scare floor where the big uh, uh, pre-show would be and then the loading dock. So do we want to talk about some details and all of that? I have a thought for the pre-show. I don't know if you had your own thoughts for this, uh, but when you were talking about it and the whole Randall thing, I think the pre-show would be a great opportunity. Um, Mike and Sully are showing us, uh, you know, the ropes because we're new employees at uh, Monsters, Inc., Um, this, this is just a thought. Uh, we're new employees at Monsters, Inc. Mike and Sully are showing us the ropes. We have a Sully animatronic kind of talking us through. We use that big screen in the scare floor to kind of like, and he's like, 
cuts to Mike, who's like showing us some stuff on the screen. He's, you know, he shows us a couple of things. It's a couple of humorous moments, but then he shows us the room with the door shredder. Uh, and he's like, this is how the door shredder works. And then he sees something, some sort of evidence that Randall is there or Randall is just hiding in his, you know, invisible way behind him. Right. Randall sneaks up behind him, snags Mike, uh, Sully, who's in the room with us, is like, oh, no, we have to save Mike. That's the impetus for the adventure. Okay. So So you kind of changed my concept a little bit. I will say I uh, forgot some of your concept. (laughs) Well, the concept was that we are humans and we are ambassadors from the human world coming to tour the monster. Yeah, well, that 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 works the same way. It's just instead of being employees, we're ambassadors. I was just wondering if you just didn't like that part or or No, I forgot that part. With my bad brain, that doesn't work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like all of that. I like that Sully is presenting it being the CEO, and then Mike has a camera of, of some sort on him, and we see that on the screen. That's a great way for all that to happen because I, I was having a hard time thinking of a clean way to make that happen, and I think that works pretty well. Um, that would be an excellent opportunity. And maybe we see on the screen we see Randall grab Mike, and we see the door go up on the screen, and then in real life, we see an animatronic go by of Randall hanging onto the door with one hand and Mike in the other hand, and they kind of fly by, and then we jump into our vehicles and go after them. That would be cool. You know, kind of to tie it together. One thing a little ways back that I wanted to throw out there, uh, this may or may not uh, be something you want, uh, is... uh, I thought it might be cool to have like parts of the walls where maybe we hint at Randall by like just like quick glimpses of a pattern shifting. Oh yeah. Uh, that would be awesome. And then like it's something so when people are standing in line, maybe they see it, maybe they don't. Yeah. But like cool. if they especially no, going in so a second unnerving. ride, knowing it, you're like just see a little bit and then it's gone. Yeah, That's so cool. may, um, you know how in uh, Tower of Terror they have that effect where the doors open and you see the ghosts down the hall? Mm-hmm. What if, like, when you're in the locker room, like, if you look down a hallway in the locker room, you can kind of see him in the distance just kind of appear and disappear, and you only yeah. catch it if you happen to be looking, mm-hmm. you know, one of those kind of things. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a great idea, Tanner. Cool. Um, maybe we also, see some you... other. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, continue. No, just maybe we see some other evidence of, like, posters around like someone has been shredding doors please keep an eye out or you know something like that um i don't know but i think Um, that's a great way to subtly set that up that something is amiss yeah um something what i was going to suggest also about randall also about that power is this is later on throughout but we could definitely use some cool projection mapping on animatronics to Mm -hmm. make it so you don't see him and then suddenly there's an animatronic of randall there yeah, um, mm-hmm. that that was all. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I, and then and I lots think of pictures of monster families in the locker room. Lockers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. that's fun. I like the idea of people being able to open the lockers as they go by. Maybe we see like those cans of deodorant from the movie, and you can read some of the funny labels like "Wet Dog" or "Low Tide." I think were some mm-hmm. of the ones they talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we see like flyers for Harryhausen's, the sushi place. Uh, we mm-hmm. just have great opportunities for lots of gags like that yeah. uh, throughout. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're on the ride now in the ride vehicle. Um, I'm picturing it, the ride vehicle itself, 
if you recall, oh golly, I can't remember their names, but there's those two kind of comic relief monster. The uh, looks like they do custodial work. Uh, yeah. At a couple points, they have like big carts, big sort of like buffing vehicles, that kind of custodial thing. Uh, oh, and yeah. I was just saying that has a very good aesthetic. It's very corporate, uh, industrial, but still with the fun monster, uh, bright yellow aesthetic. I was thinking just kind of translating that type of vehicle design into a hanging coaster. So it looks almost like it's some sort of maintenance vehicle for working on the door track and in yeah. the door room. Yeah, even, I, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, because otherwise there's no reason they would usually have a vehicle that you could go through the door. So, yeah, it's probably right. used for maintenance. Right. So, yeah, it would be cool. I don't know if this would be possible, but I would love for the boarding. You get into it on the ground on the scare floor, and it actually lifts up straight up to the track like the doors do, and then it can go down the rail. I think that would be really neat. I'm going to assume Disney can do that. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, the loading station then would – I think we've kind of covered that because that's where you would see Mike getting kidnapped. Uh, What do you guys think? Does that seem good to you? Yeah, I think yeah. that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is so this going to be uh, like the, a launch or like a slow climb coaster, though, once we're up there? I think it's going to take off kind of at the speed that the doors do, where it's like a brisk uh, pace, and it goes through that first tunnel, and you go around the bend, and then it opens to the great huge door room, and you kind of have mm-hmm. a moment to take in, wow, this is huge. And then in the movie, that happens, and shortly after that is when you hit that first hill. And then go down, that huge, and then that's when the roller coaster drop. part kind of begins. I think that's perfect. I think yeah. it's it's a moment you remember from the film, um, and it's perfect for the start of a roller coaster. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then we could have some ups and downs before eventually, you know, have a few ups and downs kind of established, like, okay, cool, fun roller coaster. And then maybe we see uh randall with mike climbing through doors or something and then that's when we begin the in and out of all the various doors Mm -hmm. um and at that point i mean obviously you wouldn't have the rail going into the door and through people's homes but i think we can kind of break that illusion at that point yeah does that make sense i think we can get away with that so i like the idea of maybe seeing randall appear and open a door like he does in the movie when he banishes them. Mm-hmm. So maybe we see him open a door and we go flying through it. And then we kind of go through somebody's house and then through another door. And then that puts us back out in a different part of the door room. And there's a lot of back and forth house, door room, house, door room. And we can see yeah. different nationalities and different locations. And, and they could really do do it in an illusory way where you kind of don't see that it's a room that you're going into. You just It almost looks like there's just a door hanging there. Right. In a flat space. Um, right, exactly. That would be cool. That's what I was thinking. Um, and I, th- I think it would be fun maybe to have some jokes and references in some of those rooms. And I would this at this point, I was thinking maybe if Tanner doesn't mind, it would be fun to if we went through a room where the banished monsters were having their support group. I don't know uh, how you feel about that. Oh, that would actually um, be really funny. Yeah, no, we could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then back through into the door room. Uh, eventually, I think maybe we have a, you know, at the end things are slowing down and we, we see that 
the CDA has captured Randall again somehow. I don't know story-wise the best way to get to that point. I don't know if it's totally necessary with all the action going on. Like, what do you guys think? I think it's necessary. Uh, I mean, showing it is necessary. I don't know how necessary it is to get into the details of getting to that point is what I meant. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, yeah, no, not nitty gritty, but I think throughout the ride, uh, we see Mike and Sully animatronics because they're trying to help, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they're trying to help save Mike. Um, eventually, I think there's got to be a moment with with Mike and Sully uh, eventually getting the upper hand on Randall due to our involvement. Somehow, we knock a door over. Right. Um, right. And then finally at the show scene, we see how they, they got him. Um, one, I, I think that's all we need to get into now. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I think it's, it's more about us helping Sully save Mike. Um, yes. I think it's also fun. One thing I wanted to talk about still in the movement of the ride, uh, if we could yeah, just sure. back up for a moment. Yeah, there's absolutely. A couple, there's a couple moments in the film uh, where doors are, like on the floor or on a ceiling. Um, yes. And so when we go through a place, the whole axis of gravity, our whole understanding of uh, where we are in relation to the ground and the ceiling is going to totally change. Uh, yes. That happens a couple oh, times in really the movie. Oh, that would be really fun. Yeah. yeah. So suddenly we're, we go down and now we're right way up. Uh, so it kind of would disorient us a little bit in a very fun way that feels like something magical and impossible is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I, that's a part in the movie I had forgotten about. Um, but yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun to, you go into a room and the whole room is, you know, flipped 180 or flipped 90 degrees or, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Great idea. Yeah. Very cool. Anything else you guys think? Um, that is honestly, that was a very quick, pitch but i think all of us just know that scene so well uh and it's so ingrained in our minds that i think i think everyone should be able to picture that if they've seen the film yeah for Uh, sure and i hope we described it well enough if you haven't (laughs) eric not being as well versed in monsters inc is that what i would say i don't know what are your feelings and thoughts on that i think it's a super cool ride um i i would certainly i mean it would be a high priority every time i visited Okay. Um, cool. I don't know. You know, for me, it's just, I like roller coasters. Right. And anytime we can add one to Disney's a good <laughs> a good call. Um, as a Disney roller coaster, I think it's better than anything that they currently have. Granted, I'm not super like I haven't been around and experienced their new like roller coaster right. kind of things, but right. like, um, it's super cool. It's very flavorful. It's very on theme, and it's a well constructed. Uh, idea and ride flow. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I, I'm into it. Yeah. All right. All right. Think we have Mess a ride. Done? I know we were trying to keep this episode yeah. kind of on the quick side. Let's do a real quick recap. Um, okay. And yeah, I think we have a ride. All right. Uh, cool. So we head into a building looks exactly like Monsters Inc. out in Pixar Pier in California Adventure. Uh, so we head through there. Uh, we go through the lobby, see Celia on the phone, uh, the locker room. We see a couple sprinkled hints towards something is amiss. A couple sprinkled Maybe, hints. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry. That, Just yeah, a thought. That's why we do this. Maybe we have to enter the monster world through a closet door. 
and then we are in Monsters Incorporated. It's kind of a portal from the human world to the monster world. That's cool. So we kind of go into like a bedroom and then into through the closet door and then we are in the interior of Monsters Incorporated. That's cool. Honestly, that makes it so we don't have to build a giant building. Right. That's when you said that, (laughs) it occurred to me. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, cool. Wait a minute. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, that's really cool. So we do, we go through a door. Uh, Now we are in Monsters, Inc. Uh, We go through those rooms, as I mentioned. We end up in the lop, uh, the main scare floor, where Mike and Sully pr- give us a presentation uh, about what Monsters, Inc. does. Uh, however, that's interrupted when Su- uh, Mike is kidnapped by the villainous Randall. Uh, we follow him in hot pursuit along the tracks in the door room, going through many different doors, seeing a lot of different types of architecture, a lot of different aesthetic rooms. I just want to sneak that word in there one more time. Uh, going... <laughs> crazy directions and places eventually we see that animatronics of sully and mike have overcome and defeated randall as we leave through a the monsters inc the monsters (laughs) inc gift shop uh that the employees billy crystal's brain yeah right yeah yeah. right of course yeah yeah see we go through a portal to another dimension and then the monsters go through a portal into billy crystal's brain yeah it's just you guys were just like so itching to vote for it that I just felt like we needed to add it. <laughs> yeah, there. thank you, Eric. I feel better now. Like, that's just for fairness to you guys. That has yeah. To do yeah, no, no. I no, we I really appreciate it. it. Yeah. Thank you. I do like the so, idea I mean, of you're, a. You're welcome. <laughs> I do like the idea of a gift shop at Monsters Incorporated. Um, that's that's funny. It's yeah. Fun. It's like the employee and I like, store. We talk, I know we talked about this in our Incredibles episode a long time ago, or Drop Right, or whatever one it was, where Brock talked about fake corporate logos on shirts and fake corporate apparel. Yeah, uh, one I think of my it would favorite. be fun to have some Monsters yeah. Incorporated, like a polo that you could buy, or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that could be pretty neat. So yeah, there's like a ride. hazmat suit. Yeah, <laughs> like the CDA bright yellow hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. Oh. It's what the people yeah. want. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're going to need them in the next 20 years, so we might as well make it flavorful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, on that note, <clears throat> do you guys think we're ready to do some lightning round? Fuck yeah. All right, let's do it. I'm Spin excited. that wheel. Okay, today we have a re-theme. We're going to be re-theming a classic at Disneyland, the Matterhorn. Uh, and we are re-theming it to Wally. That's right, we are re-theming the Matterhorn bobsleds to Wally. Who's up first? Uh, it's next like with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you went first for everything today, Eric. No, I pitched third. I oh, intentionally okay. did not uh, pitch first. <laughs> no, you didn't want to start with that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to set the tone. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, fuck. Okay, I guess here we go. So we are starting with Wally on his planet, moving up, 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 and we're picking up trash <clears throat> as we go. Uh, then at the very top of the peak, we spot Eva, 
and she starts to fly away from us, and we use that track to kind of chase her down, um, chase her around the planet that we're on, and then at the little splash at the end of it, uh, in like the loading zone would be the human um, spacecraft that they're on, and we kind of land into that, uh, and that's my ride. All right, nice, cool, nice. <laughs> not me again dice okay good jake oh it's me okay uh we're gonna retheme the uh caves and tunnels of the matterhorn to look like the big ship the uh holy shit i forget the name axiom is that the name yes and uh but we are going to be riding on mo the little robot that cleans up after wally and he's gonna we're gonna be following a wally animatronic down the track as mo is vigorously sweeping the foreign contaminant and uh that is the ride as we just go around and clean up after wally as he leaves a big dirty trail behind him because he's a dirty boy that's my pitch Dirty boy, dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> Next up is Prague. All right. <laughs> okay, so we are on the Axiom. Uh, we are shadowing Bernie, the uh, robot who fixes the light bulbs, uh, who starting his own little hilarious short. Uh, unfortunately, oh, while we're sure. doing that, trying to learn the ropes from Bernie, is when the Axiom tilts and goes crazy. Um, so we are on Bernie's little track, stuck there, as we end up going back and forth all the way down uh, in a crazy path down the Axiom as its center of gravity shifts. Nice. Cool. See, dog. All right. So we repaint and restructure the giant, beautiful mountain to look like a giant pile of trash like one would see at a dump. Mm -hmm. Different little cubed segments of trash. And we are going to board one of those little cubes that Wally makes for us. And we will ride that cube of trash down through the rest of the dump. Uh, zooming by, looking at all of the fucking garbage we have left on this planet <laughs> until we crash into it. Uh, the water is now a bunch of dust. The end. Nice. Honestly, that's it. That's the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. It's an easy retheme. It teaches a lesson. <laughs> it, everything I love about <laughs> our mainstream using pitches. Nicely done, Santa. <laughs> Um, a lesson. All of them do. Hey, I try. I try to teach lessons, and then you guys are like, no, this is what you go on roller coasters. Maybe yeah. that is the lesson, what was, Eric. What was the lesson of Billy Crystal's <laughs> mind, Eric? I wasn't talking about that today. <laughs> uh, that Billy Crystal can do anything. That's the lesson. <laughs> you can too. Through Billy Crystal, all things are possible. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brock. All right, Brock. Take us away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, Tanner. What's behind that door? Why, it is our Instagram. Main underscore street underscore musings. Oh, Jake, Archie the Scare Pigs got out. He's chewing on our Facebook. Oh, no, not Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. And Eric, watch out for the door shredder. It's about to shred our Twitter. At MSM underscore podcast. And I'm Brock. Everyone, make sure to give us a five-star rating. Review us positively. Tell your friends we are Main Street Musings and we need attention. Give us attention. The attention that sadly Disney will not give us. 
<laughs> yeah. Sad this isn't going to happen, though. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 What's this? I think we hit the minor third there, Jason.